All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. I am your host, John Heath. It dawned on me that maybe I should start introducing myself on these. I never do. But, uh, because it's awkward and uncomfortable, and I don't really like my name that much, but I should start doing it. So, thank you for listening. This is the Welcome to the Heath Barn podcast. I'm your host, John Heath. Now, uh... I have felt kind of puny here and didn't know if I could, my voice would be able to get through an episode. So we had kind of had something planned this morning, but we kind of called it off because I was uh, hacking and everything today. But this is what the voice is now. So um, the people that we were going to have in, we'll have them in uh, real soon and get that done the next week or two probably. But uh, in the meantime, I'm going to talk about a few things here briefly and then play a best of episode that I found from back kind of when we first started that uh <clears throat> that uh we liked a lot so before we get into that uh a couple things cardinals did a couple things today they signed lance lynn he's going to be 37 in may but always liked him before uh he's kind of a rusty nail as they like to call it and i think this club could use a personality like that a little bit so and he won a World Series with us. So, um, like, one-year contract with an option for the second year. So, I don't think it's that big of a deal. There's morons on social media being like, oh, yeah, here we go. You know, It's like, dude, you really think this is the only freaking pitcher we're going to sign? Like, shut up. Now, because it's not, I mean, to me, here, here's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh, cool. We got him. We need. Let's go get, like, two more starters. And then that's fine. But it's a good start. The morons saying, like, Oh, this is all we're gonna do. Like you're stupid. Just, just stop. Just stop. You're, you're, you're misrepresenting our fan base. That's for the most part pretty knowledgeable. Just be quiet. He might not be great, but he'll. If he's about our fourth starter next year or something like that falls in there, then it's gonna be fine. Uh, he still strikes out a lot of guys. He had the worst year of his career last year, but uh, um. I can't remember what he was. I think he was like 13 and 11 or something. His ERA was high, but he was also in the White Sox, which is probably a miserable situation for him. He pitched better when he went to the Dodgers, but gave up about a million homers. But, hey, guess what? Uh, I like the dude. I think he'll be good for the clubhouse. So I was pretty cool. I was fine with that move. And then they also today brought back Daniel Descalzo to be uh, the Cardinals bench coach, and I like that as well. Uh, Joe McEwing is going to go up there with Mazaloc and some do something. I don't know, but uh, I mean he's a good enough guy. But obviously didn't work very well because we were garbage last year. So um, and he got that job because Holiday took it and then and then resigned real quick. So um, McEwing staying in the organization. So that's good. It's fine. Good for him. But Descalzo, another guy, uh, won a World Series with us. So let's get let's 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 bring guys like that back into the mix and. Uh, um, I know a lot of people are being like, well, I'd rather have Yachty, blah, blah, blah. And, and I agree, but I also, uh, they're not done talking to Yachty about coming back. I know that they said that they have one of the smallest coaching staffs in the majors last year and they want to add, keep adding to it. So they're not done adding on to the coaching staff. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be super juicy if Yachty just came in and was the manager and all he could maybe he can go up there with McEwing and Moe and hang out or something. I don't know, but that probably won't happen. But, um, Descalzo, that's a good start because he's uh, he was a very good player, and um, 
again, won a World Series with us. And so, uh, yeah, it's exciting to have those two guys come back. I'm not like one of the idiots that thinks we're going to sign somebody to $200 million like in the middle of November. That's not how it works. Uh, that Nola guy, that Aaron Nola went back to Philly, but that's just because, I mean, he, he already signed, but he was already, uh, he went back to the team that he was with already. So that's why that got done quick. So everybody that's griping like about Lynn, just be quiet. You don't know what the hell, you know, yeah, just be quiet. That's not like they're getting him to be their ace, be our ace or something. So just, just be patient. And then this is coming from a guy who just wanted to throttle the front office all of last year. But I mean, it's the middle of November, and so uh, they wanted to get three starters or two and a half or whatever the hell Masayalak says whenever he condescends to us. But uh, either way, Lynn, good dude. I think it's kind of cool he's started with us, and he's probably going to finish with us. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so that's my thought. Those are my thoughts on Cardinal stuff that happened today. Uh, real quick, fantasy football. I can't get out of my own way with stuff. I just, I like, I like making trades too much. And a lot of times they just bite me in the ass. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, um, pretty frustrating week, pretty frustrating season. The league I'm commissioner in, I'm, uh, I think 10th out of 12 garbage, uh, made a couple bad trades in that one, but I wasn't going to be very good anyway. Um, another league I'm looking fairly promising in. And then the other two, I'm not very good in that either. I have like, uh, <clears throat> one league I'm going to be most likely be four and seven after this week. And if you look at my lineup, it's just absolutely loaded. And, uh, but I've, I traded Jameer Gibbs. I traded Mike Evans. That might sound insane, but I got back guys like, uh, CD lamb, Camara, things like that. So, uh, my lineup, if you look at it, it doesn't, it's not a four, seven lineup, but, uh, that's what it's going to be. So I don't know, but I look at guys I've traded and if I just would have, if I could just stick and not, cause I always do pretty good in the draft that I know what I'm doing and I, and even with trades, I, but it's, it's fantasy. It's supposed to be fun. So I like making trades doing stuff like that. But when they, when they come back and bite you, that's when it's just like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it pisses you off. So, um, but I, yeah, I've made trades in, in the league. I'm four and seven in for AJ Brown, CD lamb. I had Camara traded him, and then got him back. From the same guy I traded him to. So, uh, but I traded Bijan Robinson. I traded Jameer. I drafted Gibbs and Bijan Robinson, my first two picks. Traded both of them. I traded, I had Mike Evans, traded him. But again, I, the, some of the stuff I got back, you know, like CeeDee Lamb, AJ Brown, Kamara. Derek Henry's been a turd the last two weeks, and I traded uh, Bijan for him just because Bijan had a bye this week, and I thought I pretty much got to win out. So, and Derek Henry didn't have a bye. But he's been horrible the last two weeks. So that backfired a little bit. But, I was tired of watching uh, Arthur Smith uh, just wanting to punch him in the throat every week because he misuses Bijan so bad. So I so I traded Bijan. If this was a keeper league, I'd still have those. I'd still have those guys. But it's not. You do. It's a redraft league. So, anywho, if you don't know anything about fantasy, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But hey, if you do, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but tonight, though, uh, getting ready here to watch. Sucks. I, I should have went ahead and recorded one tonight with the people that were going to come in because my voice feels a little better now than what it did this morning. But oh well. But um, <clears throat> getting ready to watch Peyton and Eli. They are amazing when they do these Monday night football games. I love Buck and Aikman, but Peyton and Eli just add a different kind of element to it. When they have people on there, the only thing I don't like is when they have guests on. There's like a half a second before they can hear each other, and sometimes they talk over each other and things like that. That gets kind of annoying. But 
Uh, and sometimes they have guests on there that aren't like, I like it when they have guests on and they're just like talking about the game, like what's going on on the game in the game and things like that, you know, but they've got this list of questions. I got to ask them and all this kind of stuff. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but either way, either way, I'm, I'm, uh, anytime Peyton and Eli's on, I watch him for sure. After, uh, we get the sun to bed and all that good stuff. So looking forward to that tonight, but, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, Enough of my babbling. <clears throat> oh, one more thing, too. Uh, Thursday is Thanksgiving. I always put an episode on Thursday night, and it's going to be a special episode with the people that are in our home eating. I'm going to be out here in the barn watching football after I eat, and the people that are visiting, we're sharing our Thanksgiving with for that for those few hours, are going to kind of sprinkle in and out here and i'm going to talk to them so you're going to get to meet some of my uh the old in-laws and things like that but uh and it's they're not this isn't a joke like i did like the memorial day with like doing voices and stuff and where it's me doing everything it's just legit going to be like real people coming in so that'll be kind of a special episode for your thanksgiving eve or thanksgiving thanksgiving night evening entertainment can't talk so that's coming up but an episode I went and found that I was gonna I'm gonna replay tonight is uh, when I first started doing these. My buddy Spinner came here a few times, and he lives around Indy, so uh, it was real nice of him to come and make the make the trip here a few times to uh, do some pods. But uh, he hasn't been back in a while. But hopefully, we'll be able to work something out again sometime. But um, one night he came and uh, came over here to. And we got in the barn and we did one about Lou Brown. We did a Lou Brown line draft. And then we went inside and ate supper. Then we came back out and we did an 80s band draft. So we had Mullet over in here a few weeks ago, episode 81. If you haven't heard it, it's very good. They're an amazing 80s band. But that kind of got me, you know, I'm still kind of in the 80s mood here. So went through some old ones and found uh, that one. And Spinner and I have an 80s band draft so it's a lot of fun i haven't heard it in a while but uh we had fun doing it and this was all the way back in march i believe so if you did not hear it you should listen to it now because it's a good episode we uh there's some healthy debate there's some stories there's laughing there's all kinds of good stuff so again uh oh and by the way just before we get Sorry, prices rights on in the background because I haven't changed it to the game yet. And this lady is like bust, about to bust her ass every time she spins the wheel. She busted her ass when she was turning up on the stage, and she spun that wheel and she about busted her ass in. And now she's uh, celebrating and oh boy, fun stuff. A little slice of Americana there. Okay, but um, anywho, so uh, jheath two two eight six dot podbean dot com. Um, Instagram, TikTok, X, Facebook, just look for, uh, TikToks at Heath Barn, but the rest of them are all, but, but my name on there is Welcome to Heath Barn. So let's look for Welcome to Heath Barn with all those things, uh, content on there, all of, uh, promoting all of the episodes and things like that. Websites coming, I promise. And, uh, again, we've got shirts, we've got decals, we've got all that good stuff to sell. So, um, Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Enjoy this episode with me and Spinner. It was a lot of fun. And welcome to the Heath Barn.
Alright, welcome back to the Heath Barn. We're back again with our full tummies. <laughs> Spinner, spinners. We're back with Spinner. Uh, how's it going over there? Going really well. Yeah. Like I said, good meal. Ready to roll. That's right. Okay. Now, all this, I'll, we'll take it. We'll pull back the curtain a little bit. We, we uh, Earlier this evening, we did our Lou Brown lines. I don't know when all these, all these will air, how, whatever. But we did those. Had some supper. Now we're back out here. And this one is going to get dirty. It's going to get, this one's going to be a good one. You can, I'll let uh, my, my uh, guest here explain what this episode is going to be about. Okay, so... For anybody that knows me, knows I'm a huge fan of 80s rock. Obviously, uh, that's my wheelhouse. It's John's wheelhouse. It's a lot of people's wheelhouse. Not necessarily rock, just um, just 80s. 80s bands. Yes. 80s bands. I know there's different labeled genres, whether it's you know the hair metal or hard rock or soft rock or alternative, but whatever it may be. We're just going to call it rock. So, okay. we have decided to have a draft on our favorite 80s bands. Rules. Yeah. Basically, vague rules, but... Rules are, there the, are no rules. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The heart of the band's career is primarily 80s, which would disqualify a few on the list. So, when we get done... Uh, there might be some OLIs that maybe didn't really qualify or whatnot, but worth mentioning because we like talking about these bands. I don't have anybody on my that I have down that that, um, that wouldn't qualify as hardcore. So we're 80s. gonna do a draft. Try draft ten bands apiece <clears throat> and see what happens because uh, we'll kind of find out our uh, similar interests or if there's something that maybe you know he leans towards other than than that I don't or vice versa. So. I think it's going to be fun because everybody loves listening to 80s music, talking about 80s music. Um, just thought of maybe a, a, a totally separate podcast on One Hit Wonders. but Yes, that would be great. Um, definitely this do will, that this will definitely Or not, solo artists. Because, or, yes. yes but this, will not, this is this, just bands. This will not have anything to do with One Hit Wonders because these are going to be bands. These are bands that had... Um, successful careers, sold a lot of records, and entertained us. So, if you want to jump right in, I think it would only be fair yes, to give me the number one pick since he got the number one Lou Brown pick. I I, I feel like... Uh, and I don't want this rock, paper, scissors that crap. Couldn't, that couldn't possibly be weaker. I mean, I you think... you got to earn something. you got to earn the I, first pick. I, 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 I drove through a monsoon. God. It rained three inches on me. It was 30 mile an hour wind. I it, Then it snowed. Took me two hours to get here. I had to push the car. I had, you know, you just, no, I'm just kidding. That part's but, bullshit. But I had to drive uphill. I feel like you should have to earn the first the pick. Entire That's way. fine. That's fine. I'll give you the first pick. Everybody well, gets a medal apparently these days, folks. It's 2023. No, Everybody gets a medal. No, no. He gets the first pick. No, no medals. But I sold it to you, so, huh, it worked. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so <clears throat> if you know me, this is a no-brainer. If you don't know me, this is a no-brainer. It's such a no-brainer that there's <laughs> no thought process involved. 
There's no brain. But to this, so so my favorite band of the '80s was my favorite band in the '80s, early '80s, late '80s, '90s, 2000. To this day, I even saw them twice last year. It's Def Leppard. Okay. And I thought it was good. You were to say Oingo Boingo. No, uh, that was that's my second <laughs> pick. Damn it. Sorry. All right. But Def Leppard. Still sound as good as ever. Yeah. Saw him on the stadium tour twice this past year. So, By the I've, way, I shouldn't make fun of Oingo Boingo. I'm sorry. Because the, the the lead singer of Oingo Boingo, has won, it, it's uh, it's like Elfman's his last name. He's won like Oscars. He's he's like a, does the scores for all these movies. So that okay, was a so very poor, very poor reference. Okay. No. But, um, yeah, Steph Leopard's amazing. I remember, okay, this will, re- this will, hey, I've been saying resonate all night, so I'm gonna say it again. This will resonate with you. I was I'm the youngest of four, you know. Yes. And you're around the age of my oldest of four. So I remember being in the van when like one of my sisters or whatever had her li- they both had their license probably, but they had to take me somewhere. And ninety four five would have their top five at nine. Okay. Are you with me? Yep. And, I'm I'm on, yep. and it was and I remember riding with them. And we were going somewhere, and for like the twenty-something day in a row, pour some sugar on me was number one, like top five at nine, and that got me on Def Leppard. And like there, I'm like, you know, because I was uh, shit. I don't know. I was in grade school, obviously, when that came out, and it's around eighty-eight. Yeah, Armageddon, like that whole that whole hysteria, pyromate, right? Hysteria was that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had an amazing run, and they were great. You're right. But okay, because you're older than me. But when when I got older and you go back to their stuff in the early '80s, that was great too. Well, yeah, Pyromania, yeah. even before that. But um, yeah. I mean, I in high school I wore out the tapes, and yes, that that yeah. obviously tapes mm-hmm. in the in the cassette uh, deck in your car. Wore them out, but that's also Def Leppard is by far the most. Um, Group that I've seen the most in concert, so all the way around, just yeah. slam dunk number one, and that's that's mine. So uh, that's that. As that's Stevie that. Says. And, uh, yeah. I'm curious to see what your number one right. pick is. Uh, I'm not a concert guy, but I understand what you're saying. I think I know my number one. I feel like I don't know why, but I just have this uh, urge to say it in the Macho Man's voice. I don't know why. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna say their album name in the Macho Man's voice. I got a little uh, I got an appetite for destruction, yeah. Not bad, right? Very good. Guns Joy. and Roses. I'm going Guns and Roses. Very uh, good selection. Thank you. They're one album in the eighties was kinda I bet it was a it monster. Was, it was, but it was a monster. It was a monster. And it was a uh, monster. Absolutely. Yeah. And any poll you see it's up there as yeah, exactly. Um, okay, hey, man, quick story. Like, no, I'm I'm just thinking. Good lord, they came on like I don't know, like Sweet Child of Mine, like uh, you know, Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, absolutely, so many more. We're just but every you know, song on that album blew up, blew up. Yeah, was awesome. Even the B sides that didn't get a lot of airplay. Yeah, probably because they, they had, had some, a few. They, they had a few explicit lyrics. Yeah, that they had some. Did not make. Okay, for for you youngsters out there, like you know, you'd go to wherever the hell you'd go to buy your disc jockey or some shit, you know, to buy your cassette tapes and stuff. Yeah, and you pull those out, 
and the ones that said like explicit lyrics, you were like, oh, oh, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> quick, uh, quick, let's be, let's quick be DNR story before we move on to yep. my next All pick. Right. So, uh, one of my bosses who is who's now retired, but uh, told me a story that when he was in uh, high school, he went uh, to Lafayette Jeff High School in Lafayette, Indiana. And he was a sophomore in high school. And the kid whose locker was next to his was kind of an introvert. And his name was Bill Bailey. And one day he's like, the hell with this. I'm going to quit school and become a rock star. Everybody laughed at him. But he ended up crashing the scene in 1987 as Axl Rose. True yeah. story. So, just just a funny story if you don't know GNR too well. But, yeah, a, a, a shy kid in high school named Bill Bailey turns out to be Axl Rose. It's, uh, I guess it's kind, of a, it's kind of a great story. It is. It's a great story, but it's also a letdown because I thought his real name was Axl Rose. It's almost nope, like somebody say it. It's almost like somebody to telling it to me. Uh, it's like somebody telling me Hulk Hogan's real name's Terry Balea. <laughs> so how would you be born with a cool name like Axel Rose? I'm be- no, you're born with a name like Bill Bailey. I know. I, That's I'm, how. Yeah. yeah, I know. I yeah. know you're kidding, but um, anyway, well, very good, very good. Okay, so uh, they're gonna pl- they're playing in Bush Stadium this summer. I have. You know what? I've never seen them live because I, I was yeah. always told that Axel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a letdown. I'm sure he is. Yeah, and shouldn't I shouldn't you know? But um, I think that, but that has a lot to say about his personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I've heard things. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. All right, you're um, up. All right, my number two goes hand in hand, and the reason they go hand in hand is because I saw him in the same tour with Def Leppard this past year both times, and they're probably my second most uh, attended concert. And that's Motley Crue. Yeah, I had that um, right there. Funny thing about Motley Crue is, you know, I mean, I was—I didn't love them in the early days, but I really liked the Dr. Feelgood album. I really oh, yeah. fell in love with them. And then I then you go backwards and start, you know, Too Fast for Love and all that. Yeah. Shout at the devil. Shout at the devil. Really started loving that. And then all these years later, um, I mean, Mick Mars just retired, but... As of last tour, all four were still playing, and yeah, everybody knows that um, you can censor this. But Vince Neil sounds like shit, and I understand that, and everybody understands yeah. that because, but, but because you he can't know, move his face anymore. But you know what you're getting when you go, and some fans don't like that. It didn't bother me. You know what you're getting. He sounded like shit for 30 years, so it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about Motley Crue is when they came out with the movie The Dirt uh, on Netflix or whatever, Yeah, they gained a whole younger audience where before that movie, everybody at a Motley Crue concert was my age or older, which would be from 50 to 60. And now they got some young fans and it took a Netflix movie to... Yeah, to get it. But anyway, that's an interesting tidbit. But those one and two, they've always been my one and two. So no brainers for me. All right. Oh, you, John. I'm going Van Halen. Nice. Little definitely uh, on my list. DLR years. Yeah, the cradle. 
Will Rock. Nope. The 1984 album. Yeah. Wow. Well, oh, yeah. So, so since you picked Van Halen, I'll let you expand on this. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? David Lee Roth. But, okay. Sometimes you can dislike them both and it's okay. But I got older and listened to all that kind of stuff. And, and, and when, they, when they went to Sammy Hagar, they got, it, it got like slower, like more like ballads and shit, you know, where like... Uh, when it's love and all that crap. Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay, you're not gonna get that with David Lee Roth. It's just like, you know. I mean, it was. I I feel like I just was super accurate with my sound effects. <laughs> That's good. But, you know what I mean, though. It's like, yeah, David Lee Roth. It, you, you could take there's over. There's a distinct difference, you know. Between, you can take over for Eddie Van Halen when yeah. they hit the road again. I'm gonna take over for Michael Winslow in the next Police Academy. You know. <laughs> okay, but um, I I yeah I I I think. In the '90s, when I was, you know, whatever, I was like, "Ah, oh, Sammy Hagar is great," but then blah, blah blah. But you get get older and you listen to all that stuff and shit. It's David Lee Roth, man. Those songs were well. Great. You go back to their starts. It's, about more, it's what? more rock. 70, it's more 70, rock. You know, like '78, Eruption, all that. I mean, yeah, that was awesome. Van Halen one is yeah, still one of their best. But Jamie's crying. You got just yeah. Even like the slower ones are just like. I mean, it, it's just a better. It's just better. But, say, but I will say this, if Van Halen started, if there was no David Lee Ruffs with Van Halen and they and their band started as soon as Sammy Hagar took it over, it'd, it'd be a very successful band. So he was good too. I just, I'm a, I'd rather listen to David Lee Roth stuff. I don't disagree, but um, I really like Sammy Hagar's solo career. Yeah. Which makes me a Sammy Hagar fan. But when it comes to Van Halen, I, it's, it's hard to argue and I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. There okay. were some. There were some songs though, like "Pound Cake." That was a good uh, Sammy oh. Hagar Van Halen song. You know what? Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. So yeah, was it, was, it wasn't all. It wasn't all. I was like, trying to you know. give you an example. I was going to give you an example. Of, yeah. yeah. When they, right. Okay. So yeah, it, it was all good. Um. Okay, so those are more of, uh, obviously more hard rock or 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 what do you mean hair keep bands, going, I'm hair a, bands or whatever. Um, but I'll tell you what, my next one. Uh, Journey. You bastard. So Journey, um, Steve Perry Journey or non-Steve Perry Journey, which you get non-Steve Perry Journey um, for many, many years in concert, but all the classics are Steve Perry Journey. So all through the 80s, you name it, don't stop believing to, to anything. I mean, yeah. there, there's too many to even begin to to go over but you suck um you got me so journey i've seen him in concert at least four or five times different lead singers the guy that's doing it now sounds really good i actually saw him last year with toto he sounds um, just like him he does you know harry had a harry uh, had a podcast on here and and harry asked yeah uh harry thought gerald perry the old first baseman <laughs> for the braves <laughs> was was a lead singer journey <laughs> Gerald Perry, <laughs> but um, he gets confused once in a while. But you know, but Journey still rocks because, yeah, the lead singer sounds like Steve Perry, and and that's entertainment to me. So, um, through the years, I mean, I think if you're alive and don't have a copy of Journey's greatest hits, I, 
you have to write in to me or, or text me or call me or something because I don't <laughs> understand. But yep. everybody does. And uh, that's my number three pick. Okay. I got a lot of good ones. I don't want you to take... Uh, I'm, okay, I'm going to go back to when I was little in the 80s. And I love this band. I have memories of this band when I was like young, you know, like in in grade school and stuff. And they had a ton of songs. I'm going Bon Jovi. There you go. Uh, because right along that genre, when you think about Slippery When Wet and New Jersey and all that, they had a yeah. hell of a run in the eighties. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to the point where. I don't know. They might have been the biggest name in the business. In they were, yeah. For about a four-year run, maybe. I got a story real quick, too. I was, like, in the fourth or fifth grade at our house out there on the farm. and uh, You, you had know. some bad medicine? No. A what? Uh, we got a phone call, and this guy is like, Hey, it's 94.5, and you've won two tickets for the Bon Jovi concert at the Assembly Hall. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, ah! I was freaking out. I, got, I called one of my friends. We're all like freaking out. We get to go to the Bon Jovi concert, and it was just a dude that was trying to date my sister, like pranking us. <laughs> yeah, how let down were you? Like, <laughs> I was. Down to I was. Where's but, my ticket? But she ended up dating him for like two years. But I was just like, oh god. But and where's if, my? You and, owe me tickets. And if you know the guy, he's he's got one of those voices, like, hey, this is that, that. you know, and I like son of a bee. Like I was, oh my gosh, it was ripped my heart, tore my heart, tar. I can't talk. Tore my heart out. But, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Bon Jovi. They were a big, big deal back in the day. You're up. My number four pick is a little on the lighter side, but I can honestly tell you that from the 80s to now, I may have wore out this, well, we'd call it a record, CD, cassette, whatever. Wore it out four or five times over, and it never gets old. I bet I know. I've only seen them once, and that was in 2021. What you got? And it was phenomenal. I have. I have. I think. I think I know what you're gonna say. Guess. No, because okay. Hollow notes. Oh no, I was not thinking that. Hollow notes. Oh yeah, they're amazing. Now, I just think that they're probably the most underrated band. They're in the Hall of Fame. They got their, they got their, and I just, they, I'm, and they went through, if you ever watch these documentaries, they were on VH1 behind the music. That was kind of before the, uh, you know, fancy documentaries, but I mean, they had all this great success and then they, you know, they always have their bad moments and blah, 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 and go through a period of, you know, what are they going to do? Why don't they have any more hit records? And then all of a sudden, as they get older, this new fan base just comes out of nowhere. And when we went in 2021 to watch them, we're talking packed. Yeah. Phenomenal. People going nuts. I mean, they still they have a, got it. They and have a million hits. They were, uh, they are still phenomenal. So yeah. two years ago, saw them phenomenal. And Hollow Notes is my number Hollow four Notes, pick. yeah, they're one of my favorites. Another quick story. I'm in college, sitting in the, like back row with my hat down trying to fall asleep like that's how i rolled but uh got a bachelor's but 
<laughs> Anyways, I'm back there, and the professor, like out of nowhere, and I've been, I've, I've, this, it was like the third class I'd had with this guy. Out of nowhere, one day, he's he just throws out there, bam, that his brother-in-law is Oates, and I'm like, what the, f-? I'm like, and nobody, and nobody even reacted, and I was just like. John Oates? Yeah, you talk about burying the lead. I'm like, dude, you should have... Like, yeah, because he was originally from Texas. He was at Texas A&M before he came to Eastern. And he's like, his brother-in-law is John Oates. And I'm like... <laughs> no way. Good Lord, I would have been... You'd have paid a lot more attention. Yeah, I was just like, you know... How, how can you just how, how can you just randomly mention that? <laughs> I'd put on that, a t-shirt and be like, John Oates is my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. You would get come your head, get your head out of your ass and pay attention to me. That's yeah, on my like, chalkboard. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Yes. Chalkboard. I couldn't believe it. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of good ones and I don't I don't want you to take any of my when I got caught up. But this is eighties, super eighties. But I'm going poison. Nothing? Poison's great. Poison? Yeah. Dude, I I, I was gonna let you go more, but I'm I'm gonna tell you my uh no, my poison, poison story. Hang, hang on, I guess it's not a story about poison. Yeah, it's not okay. A then story. I got, I got a quick one too after you're done. But go yeah. ahead. It's not a story. It's just so. Think about okay. This was actually in announcement in 2019. Hey, the stadium tour. It's Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Poison and Joan Jett. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, my two favorite bands. Obviously, my number one and two draft pick. My two favorite bands in the same venue. I got on the day they went on sale. We bought tickets to the to Great American Ballpark in uh, Cincinnati. Then they came to Indy, and we bought tickets to Lucas Oil. We got to see them twice. But I'm telling you, Poison, yep. I underestimated them. They were phenomenal. Yeah. you Anybody can go on YouTube and watch them in the stadium tour. I'm not even talking about how they were they were great 30 years ago they were great 20 years ago they were great 10 years ago but i am telling you i was blown away at how phenomenal they were in 2022 brett michaels came out they sang uh look what the cat dragged in and i mean they killed it and i just looked and i went wow so i don't know if i've ever been to a concert was actually um overwhelmed and not underwhelmed but i mean it was more than i thought i was getting and i'm like wait a minute this is poison i still got my two favorite bands coming in after so think about that day and then we got to do it all over again and i'm telling you youtube it poison live yeah phenomenal yeah uh i saw them at deer creek and it was them shit who was it it was rat cinderella uh, poison and uh no, I was going to say Warrant. I don't think it was That's Warrant. That's a great lineup. I can't remember. But either way, they're great. But, okay. So, again, I'm the youngest of four. So, uh, and my mom, first grade teacher for 30 years. Uh, enough said. So, my sister and my brother go to this uh, <clears throat> Poison concert. And, and on, the back of the po- uh, on the back of the shirt... It's got like their tour dates and their, you know, all that stuff. On the bottom, it says, blowing your effing mind. So, my, so I, I, mem- I have this memory when I was little. So, they come back with these t-shirts. 
and mom puts them through the washer and dryer and she gets out the, gets out the, the duct tape and covers up the <laughs> F-bomb, you know, so like, it's just so they wouldn't wear the shirts, you know, because, and I don't blame her, obviously, kids don't even be wearing that, but it was like, I, I just have that memory, you know, like they had an F-bomb on the back of their shirt when they were on tour and they, you know, and like mom like got the tape out and covered it that up. That is phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, they were, yeah, a lot of hits. They were great back then. Okay. We both have four. Next up, uh, this is where it gets a little tricky because I've got, I mean, I've got about 18 bands written down, but I think that I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just for fun. So, yeah. My next band, Don't Laugh, Solomon, Terre Haute, Indiana, last fall. Okay. My brother is a a groupie. (sighs) Oh, he, I know who you're going to say. He, he has seen this band. Did he hold on loosely when he was watching them? Yep. <laughs> he has seen this band so many times, I don't even... I, Rock I don't, it into the night. Yeah. If <laughs> if you're listening and you don't know who he's referring to, <laughs> then I guess you probably won't. You, you would have already turned it off because you don't know 80s. But 38 special. Oh, there it is. Um, you know, Leonard Skinner's little brother. But... uh. 38 special phenomenon. It's like it's like Leonard Skinner um, was United States 38 special to be Canada. It's just it's it's crazy how when in Terre Haute we were in the front row like this little stand up section so you can get real close and sometimes it's cool to look like this band has been around for 40 years. Yeah. They're playing in these smaller venues now. Do they are they having fun? You look at Don Barnes's face and you're like he is having fun. Like that's Don- awesome like Don Barnes is having Imagine fun. Imagine your job is just having fun every night. That's what's awesome. I don't I don't see them as like, yeah, we're just hanging around for some money. They're enjoying themselves, putting yeah. on a great show, and they are still very, very entertaining to this day. So 38 special. All right. All right. My next one. I've been waiting for a girl like you. And that's the worst one they that's have. That's on my draft Foreigner. board. That's on my draft board. Yeah. But, hey, you got it. Yeah. Oh, there. Did you, do you know what? Do you want? Hot blooded. What? Do you know what 2023 is? The year of Foreigner? It's their farewell tour. Oh. And guess who has tickets? Hey, is it like our farewell tour, dot, 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 we mean it this time? No, it's 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 a farewell tour with an open invitation to to play for twenty more years, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what these bands do. But it is the farewell tour. At least that's what they're. They're just like boxers. Like these bands are like boxers. Like oh, this is my retirement match like, until we need uh, more money. And I have tickets. Very nice. We are going to see them in July. They're great. They had a. They are phenomenal. Shit ton of hits back then. They were amazing. I love Foreigner. You was cold as ice. Jukebox hero. Oh, yeah. They had urgent. so many. Urgent. Oh, oh yeah. God. Make it quick. Make it urgent. Yeah. Uh, Emergency. Urgent, urgent, urgent. But the, the bad part is Lou Graham's not with them, and they're still good, but. Didn't Lou Graham. Okay, I got one for you. Lou Graham. Lou Graham tried to go solo. Do you have the smugglers blues? Was no. that him? That wasn't no, Lou Graham? Fry. Damn it, you're right. What did no, Lou Graham Lou, have? Lou Gra- Midnight Blue. Midnight Blue. Midnight yep. Blue, yeah. I knew it was blues and blue in there. No, he went solo. No, I sound like a damn was, fool. That was a long time ago. and yep. But 
I don't know. I don't get into the. I don't know. I don't have the backstories, but I don't know what the beef was. But Lou Graham left, and he's not been back. But I thought Lou Graham was. We know. saw him at Deer Creek. Uh, I thought it was him singing. Was he? So he might have been back and not. But I, yeah. I do not believe he is with them this. Year. I think it's just maybe it's a rocky relationship that's came and gone. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, I'll let you know in July how right. it is. All right. Hey, let's give a little recap real quick. You got Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Journey, Hall & Oates, 38 Special. I got Guns N' Roses, Van Halen, Bon Jovi, Poison, Foreigner. I feel like I'm winning a little bit. Go ahead. You're, you're yeah, up. Uh, well, you know, if we're gonna, are we going to suit them up? But yep. Just Hey, we could, we're we, gonna could have have, a, we could get a concert lineup and see who sold the most tickets. That's about the only thing you can yeah. do to kind of. Okay. Or we could go to a local nursing home and find most of these dudes. Correct. Okay, go ahead. I just told you I've seen all these in the last two years. Yeah. Um, all right, this band I saw last year, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, but local tie. Yeah. We're in Illinois. Oh, I know what you're going to say. From Illinois. Rick, I was going to say them. And that was going to be my next one. We're Illini fans. Are they just going to keep on loving you? From, yep, from Champaign, Sorry. Illinois. REO Speedwagon. I was going to say them. Now, I've... I've seen reo Speedwagon at least five six times over the years kevin cronin and the boys are still bringing it yeah um i think i saw him last year and maybe the year before that but anyway doesn't matter and i think that part of part of me picking some of these groups is that because i have just seen them and that's why i love them so much and what's great is i i'm i loved them then and i'm still seeing them now so they're not out of sight out of mind yeah but REO Speedwagon, uh, my number five, six? Yeah. Five? That was going to be mine. Six pick. John's six pick is. Right. We're getting a. <laughs> Oingo Boingo? We're getting a little, we're gonna look, we're getting a little popper, a little poppier here. Oh. Mm, you're not going to take. There's a couple here I want to take, but I don't think you're going to take the one. So I think I, I think I got them no matter what. I'm going tears for fears. Oh, um, I they were on my list. One of the best songs, yeah, ever. But they had more than that. They had a bunch. Mad World's so, really good. Are you sowing the seeds of shout, love? shout, shout. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, yeah, I, I love them, man. They're great. They're great. Tears for fears. I mean, what? Come on, man. Eighties bands, dude. Phenomenal. Yeah. No, I. Absolutely. That's like one of the definitions of the 80s. Some of these some of these yeah. groups just define the 80s. Yeah. I'm going to start uh, sliding into well, no, I got some more rock, but then I'm going to slide into some uh, So, this, see, this whatever. is where uh, I'm going to get I mean, more I'm, pop here in a little bit. I'm 20 deep thinking John would take more of mine, but maybe not. I don't know. So All right. Go so, ahead. So, my next one is um I guess you could call it my second southern rock artist. Because it's some bad boys. I think you're from gonna Texas. I think you're gonna take what I had here. I was some bad boys from Texas. Um, we did lose one of the trio. I about, know you're about taking two years ago. That's who I was gonna take, but I took. And fears. you know they they were, they were in town. By town meaning my town, Indianapolis. They were in town last year, and I did not go see them. Obviously, they have a fill in, but um. ZZ Top. Dad, damn it. That's what I was going to say. ZZ take. Top is 
That's strong. When I say there. like comprehensive. It's just look at their catalog. It is about twenty deep. I mean, phenomenal. And a lot. And some of that was from the seventies. But I think. Oh yeah. With I, their with their more commercial stuff, Eliminator, and Afterburner, and some of those albums were were eighties yeah. eighty. I mean, I legit after Afterburner and Eliminator are my two favorites. Yeah. And. I legit. They legit rock. I mean, you wouldn't think about it looking at them, but they freaking rock. Oh yeah. And the last time I saw them live was with Leonard Skinner in 2000 and no, I'm sorry. Oh God. Very distinct. Very distinct guitar sound. Nineteen. Kind of like Van Halen. Almost as distinct as Van Halen. 1999 is I think when I saw them with uh, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. In the great town of Terre Haute, Indiana. Oh, yeah. All right, ZZ's my number seven. Okay. All right, my next one. They were good. They've been good in every decade, but lots of stuff in the 80s. Aerosmith. Oh, that was next on my list. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith. So many things. Dude, right so there. many songs. Right there. That was right. right nine, very next. I was going to take another, a different one, but I'm like, he took ZZ Top, so I, I got I to gotta stop him. Aerosmith, yeah. yes. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't even know if we need to talk about it. Permanent Vacation. That album was just like Ragdoll. Yeah, oh Janie's God. Got a Gun. Dude Looks Like a Lady. And I know there's many, many more. Just, you know, whatever. We're Yep. Yeah. They Permanent uh, Vacation. That was probably 87? Yeah. Six or seven. 86 or seven. Well, they, and then 89 they, was... Their first song after their whole, you know, whatever, we're... Big in the seventies, and we break up, and we all gotta go to rehab forever. Many years, we make it back. It, it was uh, "Walk This Tyler. Way" with Run DMC. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And then they came out with "Permanent Steven Vacation." Tyler was what? Rehab? Nah. No. Hey, what's funny is I'm thinking right now, and you were saying Steve Perry for Journey. I think I did a Harry episode, and I think I completely effed it up because I kept saying Joe Perry. And Joe Perry's the guitarist for Aerosmith. Yep. I kept saying that uh, Joe Perry. Well, I kept saying Gerald Perry because that was the joke. Gerald Perry was <laughs> is the singer for Journey. But I think I said everybody. A lot of people think it's Joe, but it's not. It's Gerald. That was my f up because Steve. Okay. But I, you know, it's too late now. The episode's well, out. You yeah, know, it's out. It's so out. Um, that's probably why people can we just. Edit? Can we edit that? Oh, no, it's out. It might hurt yeah. your reviews. Nah. Ah. Uh, okay. Nobody. Nobody bats a thousand. All right. Wow, so um, I've got three picks left. Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and uh, drag it out, but I've got eight or nine bands for those last three spots. So any one of these you take, I've, I've got plenty too. So, um, oh, I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and I'm going to take the cars. <sighs> I got it right there, man. So you're all like, I've got like, tonight. Y- um, you know what? Yes, earlier, like '78, great. But you might think, and oh, oh yeah, magic. Like they have that, a those are ton phenomenal. of songs. Those are phenomenal. So, and those are the 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 earlier to mid '80s that just I don't know. I just, had them there. There they had. I a think they define ton of songs in the '80s. Define uh, the '80s. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna take the cars yeah. at number eight. That's a very, very, very good pick. They were going to be right up in my... Okay. 
I'm going to get this one out of the way here. They were bigger in the 70s, I think, but they had a good run in the 80s. I'm going heart. Oh, absolutely. I love her. Okay, dude, Mandy and I, it's one of those. Mandy and I, okay, we, we've done, who, who, who are the top five best singers ever? I think we, I think we narrowed down to females. Mm-hmm. So we don't have like Pavarotti and shit in there. But to my, to me, it was like Gaga, Whitney Houston, uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is way up there. Kelly Clarkson's got a got super duper pipes. But I I put Ann Wilson in there every time. Like the lead singer for Heart, she is just. I love an their amazing 70, singer. I love their '70s stuff and their '80s stuff. Yeah, their '80s stuff is underrated because people want to go Barracuda, and I'm like, yeah, but. You know what about love? They and, were doing. They were doing and, every. Okay, you look at all these kick-ass bands from the '70s, and all of them, so, somewhat sold out in the '80s and went pop, because that's what everybody was doing. And Ann Wilson was on uh, Jericho's podcast, and he was asking her about it. She's like, "Where well, everybody was on cocaine, so so the beats, like everybody was on cocaine, so the beats got faster, and we had to. Everybody was just on it, so everything like." Everybody just it just turned into like pop and stuff, you know. Yeah. But sorry, I don't know if I should just whatever. But hell, it was already on a podcast. But like, you look at Elton John, all his stuff he had in the seventies, and then the eighties he sells out. Uh, Rolling Stones sold out in the eighties. You know, Billy Joel had. I mean, everybody, everybody changed up their shit in the eighties because of what where it was going. So, Heart in the seventies, they were like just a kick-ass rock band and they lightened up in the 80s but so did everybody else so whatever does that make sense yes okay no absolutely yeah i love heart they're they're amazing phenomenal okay all right you're up man i'm gonna have a bunch of outsides looking in me too but we'll talk um, about them all it's all good all right so mm. i know who i'm taking next i don't care who you take i'm gonna give a couple shout outs here the last couple (sighs) so this is a group that wasn't as on my radar in the 80s but they tour a lot now and my brother's kind of a roadie for them too and he has really (laughs) turned me on to him so i've ended up seeing him probably three or four times in the last five or six years okay and they are phenomenal live night ranger there you go and i think that they uh are definitely worthy of drafting so i'm gonna go ahead and grab them all right yeah, they're they had some stuff. Jack Blades, shout yep. out to Jack Blades, mm-hmm. who was a member of Damn Yankees, which was a super group. Yeah, there's a guy I from love, Sticks but in that there was too, it, right? But that was in the nineties. There's a guy from Sticks in Tommy there. Tommy Shaw. Right? Yeah, yeah. Name the lead singer. Uh, I'll let you think about it. No, just go tell, ahead. Just tell me. No, I'll let you. It's think a guy about for somewhere. Ted Nugent. He's the oh he's the lead singer. Damn Yankees, and then Michael Cardalone on drums. There's yeah. your four supergroup. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I Ninth knew. pick. Okay. Don't show me up on my puck. I I had that shit. If you gave me another thirty seconds. Damn Yankees was just kidding. I, oh yeah, damn. I, I told you. you I knew they were. Damn Yankees is it ensemble, and so was Night Ranger. Okay. I got a lot of good stuff here. Uh. <laughs> I'm just going to name some chicks that I thought were really, really cool and had a great run in the 80s. The Go-Go's. Ooh. What do you think? Wow. You like that one? We got the beat. Yeah. 
our lips are sealed. I love those chicks, man. They're no, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. One of the You think of eighties chicks, you think of the go gos. Yep. Yeah. I love them. I love uh no, my favorite one is uh, Head Over Heels. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. I think you just named their best three. Yep. Absolutely. Don't you be like that. They had a yeah. Their best three. I didn't say that the only Yeah, time. but they yeah. Don't you think they were some Oh hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Um All right, I've got five that I want to pick, but I only got one spot left. It's all right, because we're going to do LIs anyway. I got one, two, three. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't want them to be OLIs. I want them to be on my roster. Well, okay. Tough shit. Okay, so. So. See, this, is like you, this is like you with that Illinois draft. You wanted to have like extra, extra roster spots. I know. Which made the pod go like for like an hour and 25 minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, tell everybody to go ahead and listen. We haven't published that one yet. I know. I will. I will. All right. On my number 10, I'm going to, from the influence of my girlfriend, okay? All right. It's her favorite band of all time. And she was in love with the lead singer, Mike Reno, from 1985. Love I don't boy. know. Nice. But... It, if you've seen him lately, she is no longer yeah, in yeah. love with him. That's, I forgot about them. That's but the thing about Loverboy. <laughs> oh, they're great. Yes, I saw him last year, and guess what? I'm going to see him again this year because they are opening up for Foreigner on their <laughs> final tour. <laughs> nice. So coming in at I was number, born to run. Coming in at number 10, I am definitely working for the weekend. Yeah. And yeah. so is Mike Reno. <laughs> Please do not Google Mike Reno. You will not like what you see. Yeah. And Mike, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, but it's the truth. Number 10, Loverboy. Nice. You want a piece of my heart? Um, okay, now, speaking of heart and Loverboy, on the Footloose soundtrack, Almost Paradise, it's uh, Mike Reno and Ann Wilson. It is! Damn right. Now, that is phenomenal yeah. knowledge there. Thank you. And, um didn't come to my mind but it is it is it is it's amazing all right <clears throat> oh my gosh so many i uh Man, I got so i'm gonna many name ones. them all anyway so i'm not worried about it but your 10th pick though this 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 is your roster spot i know hey they had a lot they, they had a lot i'm going duran duran oh that's one of my that was one of my, <laughs> was yeah one of my olis right there yeah they had a lot they had a lot going on there so we could take a, both of our ten and just play them all night and, and yeah, not yeah, be yeah. disappointed with one song. Yeah, like the whole their whole catalog and not yeah not. All right, you name okay you you name your ten. I'll name my ten, and then we'll do, uh, then we'll do some LLIs real quick. My ten, rot my roster. Yeah. Okay, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Journey, Hollow Notes, Thirty Eight Special, Ario Speedwagon, The Cars, ZZ Top. Night Ranger and Loverboy. It's not bad. Okay, I had Guns N' Roses, Van Halen, Bon Jovi, Poison, Foreigner, Tears for Fears, Aerosmith, Heart, The Go-Go's, and Duran Duran. Sweet. Yeah, we named some good stuff. All right, now. Name an OLI, and then I'll name an OLI. Okay, my number one OLI, Chicago. Good. Very good. Very Peter good. Peter Cetera, Chicago. Yeah. 
tons of songs. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know they're it's no, not, they're amazing. It, they're amazing. amazing. Yes, they had a lot of seventies, but they had a lot O-L-I, of Oli Chicago. Yeah, I this is the Phil Collins band Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, very good. Yes. Gosh, that's the only problem though. It's like okay, when you look back on it, it's like okay, when was he Phil Collins? When was he Genesis? But uh, oh yeah, and I was too lazy to look it all up, but. No, he they was, were Genesis in the eighties a lot, and and he yeah he was Genesis in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, he also did a lot of solo, yeah, studio type stuff. Yeah, Genesis was great. Okay, got any more? Huey Lewis in the news. Oh God, I'm going to tell you right now. Huey Lewis in the news, phenomenal, and it's considered. How a did I forget that? I I don't know. You you mm, I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you right now. If I would have remembered them, I, I would have taken. I'll trade them. I would have taken them. I'm you not shitting. Them? I'm not shitting you. I would have taken them after Van Halen. My I'll, dad. Okay. You want me to trade them. I'll I'll Can give you, you Duran Duran. Well, good because Duran Duran's on my list higher than Huey Lewis. Oh, I cannot believe I didn't think of them. Um, look, Duran Duran's right one ahead of <laughs> you. That makes me want to just stop this and just start all over. I cannot believe I forgot them. Okay, anyways. Quick story about my mm-hmm. dad. Uh, he needed to go home one night, but was not home yet. And uh, somebody was doing name that tune shit at, at a bar, and he wasn't feeling it because he like he doesn't like he just wants to sit. You know, he just wanted to sit and not and not participate. Yeah, but yeah. he was into his cups a little bit. Needed to go home. wasn't home yet. So uh, every single song that came on, dad just be like. Huey Lewis in the news. No matter what the song was, Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, and that's a running joke with a lot of people because he just he just kind of smile and look over his shoulder. Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, I wish I could have presented it that way, yes. but I did not know the story. I cannot believe I forgot them though. Man, that just makes me think okay. I'm. Yeah, man, that's brutal. Okay, you got no li. Yes. Okay. I also have the Bengals. Nice. Those chicks are they can go. They they're they're good. I had the bangles. <laughs> Eternal Eternal Flame. Walk like an Egyptian. Uh, Alright, you're up. Uh saw him last year with Journey. Toto. Nice. Very Toto, good. Toto, I I'd never Very seen good. I'd never seen Toto live. I saw him and it's look, they do have more than just Africa. Oh yeah, I mean I, Africa is the one everybody knows. They play it four hundred times. They have a lot of songs that, but they have a lot of stuff that Rosanna, Rosanna, uh, but just I'll hold the line. They have a lot. The of, line. They have Love a lot of stuff that, They have more than what maybe people kind of think of the Africa. That's it. There's no, a lot of songs that come on. And they don't know you don't know who sings it, and it's Toto. Yep. Yeah, you're up. Very good. I'm going to go. White Snake. Nice. Phenomenal. Yeah. They didn't have a lot, but... Yeah, they did. I disagree. They had enough. No, I, th- I think they have a lot. I think they have a pretty lo- large catalog. But here I go again, you know. I don't, I don't oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is this love? Okay, you're up. My next OLI... I didn't think they have a lot of hits, but... Um, Oftentimes, I've thought about my favorite song of all time. Think about how hard it is, because you know, regardless of genre, whatever. But for many, many years, maybe two decades, 
I felt like Walk of Life was my favorite song of, dire all, Straits. of all time. That's a good one. So I'm picking Dire, dire Straits as an OLI because it's not a long what I say. It's very good. But, I mean, I can listen to the riffs of Money yeah. for Nothing a million yeah. times. Yeah. And every time I hear Walk of Life, and believe it or not, John, I, I heard it on the way here. And my, in my that's car. What, that's what got you my, powered uh, through the monsoon. My um, satellite. Yeah. Got a replay button. <laughs> I played it twice. It's that good. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, Dire Straits. They're very good. Uh, well, let's see here. There's a couple that I don't think should be, because they're, they're more popular than almost all these bands, but like... I don't feel like Metallica or ACDC should be involved in this because they had some shit in the 80s, but it's not. They're too popular. I wrote down ACDC. I didn't write down Metallica, but just because I didn't want, like, I didn't want to forget about them, but. They didn't have enough. Uh, yeah, to me, I, I don't I don't think of 80s when I think of them. I, you know. Right. Okay. So anyways, getting that out of the way. So I, I'm going to go with the Talking Heads. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff. I think that's one of the first. How did I get here? Consider alternative that we picked. Yeah, because yeah. Um, do you have satellite radio? Serious? No. Okay. I keep it all up in the old There's, noggin. Well, I have a long commute to work and stuff, so I, yeah. I enjoy listening to it a lot. But I'm telling you, you um, should listen to the podcast while you're driving. I did actually on the way here. Listen right. to Stevie pick Jim Bottomley, but. Mm -hmm. um, no, there's a there's a channel called First Wave, and it's like early, it's like eighties. Um, alternative, and there's some there's some cool stuff. But Talking Heads, Talking falls, Heads falls are all over there. that. Yeah, they're definitely alternative. Um, they were ahead of their time a little bit. So, in no particular order. Yes, I have a few more. Okay, no particular order, but I've got Asia, Heat of the Moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't cry is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Asia's got. Okay, so that's why they're an OLI. They got about four <laughs> hits that I really like, and that didn't go. Maybe this should be like an O O L I. Outside, outside looking at. It. Okay, no four hey, hits. Hey, w, w O L I. Way outside looking at. But it. if those four <laughs> hits are really good, but it's yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I got uh, just a couple more. Um, Blondie. Yeah. yeah. I got the police. Oh, I yeah, yep. They were uh, they were almost on my left side there. Yeah. Uh, I got the Pretenders. Absolutely. Super Tramp. Take the long mm. way home. They had a bunch. Yeah. So take a look at my guy. Here, here's the thing about Super Tramp. Half their catalog seventies, half their catalog eighties. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, it's a tweener. Yeah, it's a tweener. Well, that's why they're on. That's that's why they're in the W O L I. That's they're they're W O L I's. And then I put the Pet Shop Boys down. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's hey, a reach, no, but they, no, they, they no, had no, a good, yeah. No, no, no reach. Yeah, yeah. They are phenomenal. I love them. And guess what? That's my Huey Lewis in the news. I forgot to write them down. They mm. are, yes, they're alternative, but they are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opportunities is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. They were good. No, that is, that is almost a not outside look. That's almost like beating down the door yeah. to get inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that what you got written? I have. Because I got, I got like. That's five all I have. Okay. That's, you tell me what else you got though, because I. So my five. Okay, Cinderella. Yeah, but now I mean I I I know of all those, but I, I, I just. But Cinderella's like. 
Gypsy Road and a couple yeah. are, are really phenomenal. He but, sounds like this. My Gypsy Road! But, but they did not, I mean, they didn't crack my draft. Yeah. Um, now, a couple that I put, they, they're they more quali- I bet you. I, I bet you I can name one kind of name. Yeah. Did you have Rat down? Yep. Okay, so I figured, yeah. Rat, definitely. Did you have Winger? Nope. Okay, did you have White Lion? Nope. Uh, White Lion's like two songs. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know. Well, shit, Cinderella didn't have much, too many more than two. Uh, uh, Cinderella, four or five. Okay. Uh, give me a letter it starts with. I. I. I don't know. Tell me. In excess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In excess is yeah beaten at the door. They're not. Yeah, they had a lot. Outside. They had a lot. They had a lot. Yeah. Now, sticks. Yeah, I just you know sticks had some seventies. That's Tommy Shaw. But, yeah, but yeah. uh. We talked about them. Now, here's the the three that did you have? Uh, three that didn't really. Did qualify. you consider? Okay, did you? Because this one, I wanted to put down, but I'm like, okay, it's really just him. But like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, Tom I, Petty and the Heartbreakers definitely would have been on my top ten. But I was like, it's really just him. I didn't, you know, because I didn't write it down because I kind of thought of him as Tom. Thought of his. Me as too. Tom Petty. I thought it was solo, but he really, it really was like now. A, Hugh Lewis the news is always Hugh Lewis in the news, right? But Tom Petty has albums as the, with the Heartbreakers, right? And just Tom Petty, so I didn't count. And then him. you get into Bob Seger, and it's like, was and it Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, or is it just Bob Seger? And Bob Seger stuffs in the seventies mostly. No, of the he's time. got a lot of eighties. Yeah, he's 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 amazing. So Seger. You're exactly right. So the way I viewed Petty and Seeger were solo. Me too. Yeah. So I didn't include their sometimes mentioned. Well, band whenever we do mates. a solo one, they can yes be right in the mix. Yeah. Um, the my last three, the reason I didn't really qualify them is because a major part of their catalog was '70s, and that's Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah. And I, I consider them '70s. I yep, consider yeah. And the Eagles. Them too, yeah. Which is, that's why I said, I, I'm just right. mentioning them, but I didn't, Yeah, they had success in the 80s, but not like the 70s. Yeah. And the other is Kiss, because yeah, the 80s Kiss they sold out a little bit in the was 80s. just Paul Stanley and um, Gene Simmons. Yeah. So, Peter Chris er, and uh, Ace Frehley was Kiss, but in the 70s. Yeah. So, when they replaced those two. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I that, that to me that's like that's a whole different band. Yeah. To me, those three bands are amazing, but they're all seventies. You know, Heaven's on Fire and all that. Yeah. Stuff in the eighties was good, right. but I just felt it was a different kind of kiss. But yeah. Um, Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Dude, you know the last CD I bought, and I still buy CDs. <laughs> so don't anybody laugh. If not, I mean, yeah. I have a CD collection, and I play them in my garage. The last CD I bought was Depeche Mode. No, Greatest I'm kidding. Hits. I'm not kidding. Um, so, okay, there's one I just had in my head. I don't though. like Depeche Mode. You're wrong because I do. This one I just had in my head though, and I said Depeche Mode, and then I lost it. Um, oh shit! Well, you got like Warrant. Warrant was what I was gonna say. They just didn't. Yeah, not quite. Cherry Pie. Yeah. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I mean, hey, not bad. We should have thought a new edition. That's a that's a band. Cool it now is one of my favorite oh, songs yeah, of yeah, all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, a lot of I good will, stuff there. I will play the. Uh, I'll play that video. And see how 
douchey uh, Bobby Brown looks in that video, but um, can't be is. more douchey looks now than he looks now. <laughs> Correct, but it's it's funny. But yeah, new edition. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They, had, yeah, they were great. That that's when see we're having this draft. It's like we could go on and on and on, yeah, and yeah, still yeah. have quality bands. But you know, yeah, Brian sets or orchestra. No, I'm just joking. No, I. Uh, we're doing all right. But yeah, I, I, I think that we gave a good amount. Good job. That was fun. Now, but that we, was fun. I, I do think, though, sometime we need to do like a one hit wonder one because that would be even more fun. You know, really digging down deep in the, the songs, side B. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and solo artists eliminated a lot because, yeah. you know, Lionel Richie. Right. I mean, I just like Lionel what do you do? Richie. What do you do? All right, well, hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fun. You can do that all day. We can do 80s TV shows. You can do movies. You can do, oh, my gosh, you can just do anything. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we named about everybody we could think of, you know? Worth naming. For, yeah. For, I mean, without, we could, I mean, you know, I could go another three hours and right. talk, talk yes. about songs and stuff. But so, if, so, folks out there, if any of these people are still alive, and are having a concert somewhere go check them out you know but uh all right well spinner nice work very good list Thanks for having me yeah and uh anytime you want to talk 80s just absolutely and uh as stevie would say that's that <laughs>